Hello, pet lovers, and a warm tail wag welcome to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Did Fido poop today? My name is Jennifer Maroney, and I am the owner of Critter Sitters and More. And this podcast is all about the health and care of our pet family. I invite you to head on over to our website, CritterSittersAndMore.com, and check out the Critter Parent Resources tab for more great information. And of course, be sure to like, follow, and share our Facebook page, Peninsula. Now for today's topic. Today's episode of Did Fido Poop Today? I am interviewing with Ron Sirota, who is the owner of the Double R Guest Ranch in Arizona. And this is a very exciting place because not only does Ron have eight dogs on the property who are all rescues uh, with their own unique stories, he has opened up his ranch to families uh, who are looking for a vacation experience and want to bring their dogs with them. So we are going to jump right into this discussion because I am looking forward to vacationing at the Double R Guest Ranch in Arizona in 2021. All right, I am ready to get started. Are you ready? I am ready. Fire away. I'll do my awesome. best. Awesome, Ron. I, I imagine that, uh, you know, running a dude ranch means that you are getting up and going really early in the morning. But what time do you start your day? Uh, a little at, well, depends on the time, <clears throat> time of year, but now it's getting light here about 4.30, 4.40 in the morning. So I'm usually up around five or shortly after and starting to feed by 5.30, 5.45 every day. Wow, now that makes for a really long day, which means you have to be passionate about you, what you do. Yes, yes. Well, our first rides usually this time of year start around 8 o'clock, 8.30, and I want to make sure the horses have ample time to eat and enjoy their breakfast before they start working. So they're in the reason for feeding so early. Also, it's a lot cooler here this time of year than... So what inspired you to run uh, Dude Ranch? Tell us a little bit about the background of it and, you know, what your vision is. Sure. Well, I wish I could tell you, Jennifer, that it was all part of a grand plan, but it truly wasn't. Um, my family was in the thoroughbred racehorse industry, and I sort of grew up uh, with that background. Um, but I had these great quarter horses that were fabulous for ponying or leading horses around the track and around the paddocks and the barns. And I always had a passion for trail riding. And just on a lark one day, I thought, you know, it would be interesting to be able to share people, share with people uh, my joy for trail riding and seeing the country from the back of a horse. So I ran an ad in the local paper for uh, weekend trail rides. And to my surprise and pleasure, um, people started calling and scheduling appointments. And I sort of like the idea of every time I got on a horse, I got paid, albeit a lot less than <laughs> winning a big race. But um, that's how it started. And gradually over the years, I started divesting myself with race horses and starting buying uh, more quarter horse type trail horses. And it just grew from there. 
Um, about that time, the movie City Slickers came out and we were early on the internet and City Slickers taught the world about dude ranches and, and um, how East Coast city people can go out and have a real cowboy experience. And <clears throat> that cowboys were all me, always my passion. So that's the uh, evolution of how we got started. And how long have you had your business now? Oh, slightly over 30 years now. Wow, that is awesome. Yep. <laughs> now, as as a you know pet sitter and a, a pet owner, you know I was absolutely love the uh, the line that you wrote here. It says, "There's no reason a dog can't enjoy a peaceful ranch vacation." So, what's really exciting to me, and what's really you know what I can't wait to share honestly with my clients is that there is the ability to travel and have some unique experiences with your dogs because you know most of our clients feel like their dogs are a part of their family and it's really yes. disheartening you know to think that you want to plan a beach vacation or a mountain vacation and not to be able to enjoy it with all of your family members uh, so what, what kind of made you think that, you know, you wanted to make sure that your ranch was inclusive and allowed for a pet family vacation? Well, we have a lot of travelers here who are um, passing through the area or touring Tombstone or Tucson or the Grand Canyon, and they'd love to be able to bring their dogs. And so uh, the ranch is slightly more than 60,000 acres, so we have a lot of room for pets. Um, and we have, uh, at the moment, eight dogs here on the ranch, and all of them are pretty dog friendly. Um, so I thought, well, why not encourage people to bring their pets here? It's a good, safe place. They can let them loose and let them run if they wanted to. Um, and that's sort of how it started. And I think sometimes the pets, uh, the dogs that come here, are more fun than their owners. Oh, yeah. I, I know uh, my family owns some property up in Northern Virginia. Uh, they have several acres and the days that we can take our pup up there and just let them off leash and run and not worry about, you know, wandering off into a street or... Sanchez. Sorry. <laughs> it's, always, it's always a joy for him. And we love watching him have that excitement of the freedom. Yes. Last weekend, we had a family here with a beautiful three-year-old female uh, standard poodle who was just, uh, she was beautiful and a really sweet, sweet personality. And uh, I know she had more fun than her owners. She just loved being with all our dogs. She um, barked at the horses a bit, but eventually she got used to them. And the owners took her on long walks and let her loose and let her play with our dogs. And her, they had a, she had a blast. In fact, most dogs do better with greeting other dogs when they are not tethered to a leash. Yes. So. Yes. Well, we always introduce the dogs that come visiting here. Um, sometimes eight dogs charging at another dog could be very intimidating. So we just slowly uh, um, introduce two or three at a time or one or two at a time until the dogs met all the dogs and then we'll let them all loose and I'll let them play in. Dogs are pack animals, and they do better in a group than they do by themselves, and um, it works out really, really good. And people don't tend to bring aggressive dogs here. Most of the people that travel with dogs are dogs that are good citizens and have good social skills, and 
least that's been my experience here. So when I come and visit you next year, and I bring my little doggy hot sauce to enjoy uh, the <laughs> beautiful uh, facilities that you have, uh, you have uh, what kind of activities could he participate in, or you know what might he be doing while I'm off on one of your uh, trail rides? Well, um, on occasion, with people who have dogs that are fairly fit. Uh, while you're off doing a trail ride, if your dog is fairly well trained, what type of dog is it? Is he or oh, she? Uh, my, my little doggy is a little uh, dachshund mix. Okay, so he probably wouldn't be, I'm just going to be honest with you, he probably wouldn't be able to do a multi-mile mountain trail ride because he probably wouldn't be able to make that distance. No, but my uh, girlfriend's boxer will, so. <laughs> okay. Um, people oftentimes bring, the, most of the people that are traveling, bring a crate and a lot of the dogs are crate trained so they would leave the dog um in a crate in one of the cat in the cabin that they're staying in uh i don't think it would they don't leave the dogs loose while they're out uh so usually the dogs are just in a cabin i wish it was more glorious than that but that's the truth it's uh this is um a harsh environment here there's rattlesnakes and oh my goodness lions and coyotes and scorpions and so dogs that aren't used to this altitude and and um, ecology here, it's not a good idea to take them on trail rides unless they're used to, uh, and cactus and everything out here is designed to be nasty at times. So the dogs, that they have to acclimate to the area, to the altitude before you could let them run loose like uh, on a trail ride, but right around the ranch, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> Super. And you had uh, also mentioned uh, in the information you provided me that the dogs that live on the ranch with you uh, have their own tasks and jobs that they do on a daily basis. Yes. Tell us a little bit yes. about that. Sure. Um, every day we have guests that are either staying here at the ranch or coming in for day rides and we have to get the horses ready. And I've got one or two, maybe three dogs that are really good at herding. And sometimes the horses just don't want to be caught. So we just put the dogs on them and the dogs do a great job gathering the horses up. Um, Sanchez, we have dogs that, uh, three in particular, that really enjoy coming on the rides. And we teach them to be alert for things ahead of us on the trail that might not be very friendly to us, like rattlesnakes. Um or mountain lions or coyotes or the wild pigs or javelinas that are in the area. So the dogs scout out ahead and it's really funny to, it, it's interesting. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, we had a little dog issue here. We have a stray dog that showed up a couple of days ago. Uh, Diesel, sorry to interrupt the podcast. Had to interrupt the fight. Going down. That's part of having dogs on the ranch. <laughs> Sometimes people drop off dogs. So this little black and white dog here, part pit bull, he's uh -huh. someone dropped, dropped him off about two weeks ago and we're trying to find an owner and a home for him. Oh. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Um, so they, the dogs sort of morph into having a job to do and no matter how hot it is, no matter how far we're going, um, especially this one right here, um, she loves going on rides and working and they have incredible work ethics and um, they do a great job letting us know what's out ahead of us. I, I've never had the opportunity to have a, a pet or a dog that, you know, 
I've had to provide a job to other than to, you know, give me unconditional love. But, um, you know, much of what I've read on, you know, like you had said, PAX and, you know, they do well when they have a task that they can accomplish Absolutely. on a regular basis. It keeps them healthy. Having, having a sense of purpose in life for a dog and for a horse or for any animal, I think greatly adds to the value of life. This little one right here, this little chihuahua here, Sanchez, <laughs> He's the ranch uh, concierge here, Sanchez, right there. He's the most popular of all the dogs with the guests that come here. How many horses do you have? Uh, right now there's 26 here on the ranch. Wow. And how many guest cabins? Uh, we have uh, three guest cabins here. So we can handle, let's say six, uh, maybe 12 to 14 guests comfortably at a time. So, and what is the best way uh, for people who are interested in booking with you to uh, get the services on your calendar? Uh, we have an online um, interactive um, booking page where you can book online. It shows you what's available, which cabins are available, and uh, you could book online. But probably the best way is just call the ranch telephone line, and I usually answer, and we could help personalize a vacation just for for them. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for spending a little time with me today and sharing some more information about uh, the Double R Guest Ranch and some of the activities you provide to both the uh, humans uh, and the pets that may come and do a visit with you. Uh, anything else you want to share with us before we move on to our work this afternoon? Uh, no, unless you have other questions. Not I hope this is helpful. But I will make sure to uh, you know, post your uh, contact information. I've got your email here. I've got the website here. Uh, so that anybody who is interested can connect with you and start planning their vacations. How far that out would do be you great. recommend? I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Uh, how far out do you recommend that somebody uh, book with you? <clears throat> particularly if they want to stay on the property? Uh, the more notice, the better. Admittedly, right now, things are a little bit slow because of the virus. Uh, but normally, in normal times, we're usually a month and a half, two months out uh, from being having any availability. But right now, it's a little bit of a different story. So I would say, you know, a month ahead, it would be good. Awesome. All right, Ron, again, thank you so much for spending uh, some time with me this morning. And I, I, I really am serious. As soon as I saw uh, you post up on Facebook, I'm, I was messaging my girlfriend and, and said, we're always looking for opportunities to do some cool new things. And sure. I'm looking forward to coming out and visiting you soon. I, I, I hope so, too. You know, if, do we have a minute or two more? I just want to address, you asked like obstacle courses or things for dogs. We didn't, uh, when we plan our marketing strategy, I never really thought about uh, marketing first to people with dogs. It's sort of people with their dogs, just they, they ask, you know, I have a companion dog. I have a, um, um, a guide dog. I have a, um, you know, a, a pet that we like to travel with. We're not comfortable leaving him in a kennel or leaving him or her alone. So at first we just started saying, why not? Why not bring your dog? Our dogs are happy here. So it's not like we plan dog activities, but dogs just sort of, our guests' dogs just sort of 
fill in where they want with the daily flow. They become part of the ranch herd or pack, so to speak. Well, I think it's just wonderful that the option is there for people like myself who love to travel with their babies. And, you know, again, you know, nothing against hiring a pet sitter. I, I run a pet sitting company and sometimes, you know, that is what you need to do. But anytime that I can travel with my pet and know that they are 100% welcome uh, wherever I get to take them, it's, it's what I look for. So. Well, great. We've had nothing but good experiences so far. And usually people who travel with pets have very well-mannered dogs and um, they're all good citizens. And so, so far our, our dogs have been enriched by the experience and so have our guests' dogs. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, and, My and pleasure. Again, thank you for opening uh, your, your business and your passion to uh, any, you know, human or four-legged tail wagger that wants to come out and have a new experience in their lives. Well, thank you very much. And um, we look forward to welcoming you or any, any of your listeners or followers to asking questions or joining us and, and sharing our way of cowboy life here. Have an awesome day. You too, Jennifer. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thank you for listening in today. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Want more great tips on pet care and other pet resources? Then head on over to our website, www.crittersittersandmore.com. And be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash crittersittersandmore.com. VA Peninsula.